Wheeler in studio with Christine Bentley, and you are listening to What She Said right here on 105.9 The Region. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you are enjoying the long weekend. It is about uh, halfway through, pretty much exactly, really. (laughs) We have a great show for you lined up today. We're starting with one of two women from the video blogging duo called Mom Joe, and it helps busy moms reignite their passions, curiosity, and individuality through a series of weekly videos, live shows, and pretty honest writing. They've also had a video uh, go viral, over a million hits. Wow. We're also going to chat about hair color tips and tricks with Kearns and Company Hair, Toronto's Anna Karzis. And musicologist Eric Alpo will run down his favorite back-to-school songs in On the Record. And if you just want to get away from it all, travel expert Candace Sampson is back talking about how to love Italy And closing out the show in our live studio sessions is recording artist and actor Kyle Maher, who will be performing his debut single, Nowhere. And, of course, you may remember last weekend, lifestyle expert Lena Almeida chatted about Maple Leaf Foods and their rebranding to real and natural food. And so there is still time to enter to win $100 worth of Maple Leaf Foods coupons. You can enter right now on whatshesaidtalk.com. Don't forget to visit our website at whatshesaidtalk.com and download our free podcast on Apple. Just search What She Said in the podcast and you'll find us. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Liet, one of two women from the video blogging duo called Mom Joe that helps busy moms to reignite their passions, curiosity, and individuality through a series of weekly videos, live shows, and some pretty honest writing. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So first off, let's do a little bit about you. You were born in Israel, raised in South Africa. That's it. And you and your partner, Carolina, are both great friends and working mothers to, hang on, Three kids each. Each, yes. We have six kids between us. OMG. Now tell us why you wanted to start this. 
it all started when we were working out together at the gym after we'd each had our third babies and they were born really close in age. So we started hanging out. We were working out. We were really close friends and we each had our day jobs, each had our families, but we felt like something was a little bit like missing. We felt like a little bit of our passion had been subsided since we'd had kids and we wanted to get it back. So she's a former journalist from the CBC. I've always wanted to be something in media, radio, television, something. And we were very interested in making videos, YouTube videos to be exact. Mm -hmm. And so we decided, let's just make a video and see where it goes. Fast forward two years and now we're video bloggers, we're bloggers, we have a live show. And it's just kind of rolled from our passion and desire to do something for ourselves alongside motherhood. So what's the general concept. It's like mothers getting their mojo back. That is it. Okay. We're, we're injecting some mojo into moms and motherhood. So the concept is like we were feeling it. So we felt like if we were feeling that desire to have something for ourselves or reignite some of our passions, hobbies and things like that, then other moms should be feeling the same way. And why not help them on their journey whilst we are exploring our journey? Mm-hmm. So what does getting your mojo back mean? Great to you? question. To me okay. or to other women that because you've connected with tons of them. A hundred percent. So it can be anything from something as small as like reigniting your passion for some music that you used to love to listen to when you were younger, something that really makes you feel great that when you listen to it on your own, it like brings you absolute joy just to you. Or it can be something as big as a career change. So for each mom, it's different. And um, for us, it was starting Mom Joe and having something creative, this creative outlet to uh, connect with other moms and other people, but also make videos and like explore that angle of uh, what we both wanted to do. Like I know when I had my children, I mean, I I felt guilty doing anything for me because I was a mother. There we go. Now I see these women who barely have popped the baby out and they're they jogging right. with a stroller. They're in a store. They're in a restaurant with the baby. They don't, they're living their lives. They love their babies. Their babies are well looked after. Absolutely. But they're, you know, they take them, they take them everywhere and they just incorporate them in their lives. In their lives. Me, I changed my whole life. Right. My, you know, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. so I think that there's a real, a real, um, um, gift to this mm-hmm. so for women who feel lost. Correct. That is it. It's it's the feeling of lost, but you know that you should be feeling elated because you've got everything you ever wanted because you've now had a child, you know, and that's if that's what you wanted, then why do you feel still a bit lost? So you can mm-hmm. have you can have it all to some degree as long as you find your balance. But I think many women feel that they they, in order to have what they wanted, this baby, they have to give up a whole lot of stuff. Absolutely. And I would imagine that mm-hmm. your group is teaching them they don't have to no. give up a whole lot. You have to adjust. Tweak. Absolutely. Tweak. tweak. That's a great word. I would say tweak rather than give up because yeah. give up is really quite negative. Did you feel right? that way? I can't remember. <laughs> You've got it, it back so now. You've got it back now. It was so long ago. I want to talk about this video you did, which was a parody of Drake's uh, 
God's viral plan. song yes. God's Plan. Yes. You added the Mom Joe twist to make it Mom's Plan. That is it. It has more than a million views. It yes. was even picked up by Scary mm-hmm. Mommy. Yes. Right? That yes. must have been a, <gasps> it was a pr- moment. Absolutely a massive moment. I was uh, getting out of my car. I saw the email. I called Carolina. I'm like, are you sitting down? And she was like, what now? She thought it was something bad. And I was like, no, no, Scary Mommy is going to share our video. So it was pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we sent it to Karina Evans, the producer of Drake's God's Plan. No way. Yeah. She sent back an LOL smiley face. I said, brilliant. You just made my day. I can't wait <laughs> to call Karina. Have you seen this? And that is like, brilliant. Oh, she was there. I think she was busy. When I saw she was busy with the MMBAs, what was yes. happening? She was like... She was on there hoping, like, hoping to get something, but there she was. <laughs> so brilliant. I knew she was busy when she saw it. But is that the type of video people can expect when checking out your site? So we do and have been doing a wide variety of videos from serious stuff. I would say our next biggest video was actually a very serious topic about um, child loss and miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And because uh, we both have experienced that. And then we go all the way across to like just video blogging and doing like funny sort of comedic spins on motherhood. And then we really love music. Like Carolina and I, we love music. We love travel. We love food. So every time we're thinking of an idea for a video, you know, we, we every now and then we're like, hold on, let's go back to something that we're really passionate about. So music, Drake obviously for we had done two parodies last year but this year we wanted to like really spice it up and change it up and we took it to the max we uh, had a lot of fun we rewrote the words we went to a recording studio recorded it then we filmed it edit it was about a two-month process the whole thing well there's a lot of fun posts as well I mean there, there's recipes right but there's also things like I went in for a one piece and came out with a thong <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> another another thing you I think, think I'm as the a reverse mom. I think I'm the exactly. reverse exactly <laughs> That's what most moms would say, right? Now we have to wear one pieces. So, yeah, that was a blog that Carolina actually wrote about an experience that she had when she was uh, bathing suit shopping. I but hate bathing. Is that <sighs> and the lighting they have in those? What like, is why? That? And, and the, the mirrors. mirrors that makes you look three times the size. Absolutely, like it should be the exact that. opposite. Dark lighting. Yes, mirrors that make like you Jamie look Lee Curtis in that movie, right? right? When so, she's in, in there yeah. trying on the <laughs> bathing suits, it's just like, oh my god. Mm. So let me ask you: Do you hit? up women while they're still pregnant because I'm looking at pregnant women now they have the skin tight stuff they're strutting their belly me I had a tent the bump it's called the bump Uh, bump, it's gorgeous I know I'm looking at those pregnant and it's gorgeous they look so beautiful we hit uh, not we I hit it I I had the biggest moo moo on possible <laughs> I when I look at them in these cute little dresses I'm like why why wasn't that in or why didn't I even think of that when I was pregnant I don't even know if I would have worn that, but everybody is you're right everybody's colorful everybody's looking gorgeous it's obviously a new trend we target all kinds of moms so pre motherhood during motherhood. We have a lot of ladies that are grandmothers already that follow us mm-hmm. and watch our show. Like every week on a Wednesday night, we have a live show. They watch, they engage. It, it's it's a concept that everybody can relate to if they relate to it. We also have some dad shows. We've coined them because they're men or husbands or dad shows. dads. In the, so what's your favorite part about doing all this? The people. 100% the people we're meeting, the connections we're making. Every experience that we've had in the last two years was unexpected from wanting to just start a YouTube video um, to now. Perfect example sitting here with you. Like it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal journey. 
So have you got some some tips for women to help find their mom job? We in the beginning we did we solidified those tips and now when we do like a public speaking thing that that's kind of what we angle at just to give a bit of motivation. Very simple, very quick. Um you got to go back to your little your little inner self from when you were young. Like what did you really love to do? What were you passionate about? And try and like reconnect with those little things. Uh, Drink, dance and stay out all night. There we go. <laughs> so the dancing part, you want to dance, go find a place to dance. Did you laugh at the bad mom's vacation or whatever that was. Yes. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. How can you not, right? Um, you've got to schedule some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to actually physically schedule it in your calendar. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to happen, right? Um, they say it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. We say it takes a village to find your mom, Joe. So get your husband involved, your partner, your parents, your nanny whoever's involved, tell them what you're doing. Get right. them to support you and help you to look after the kids and everything else. So where do people find you online? www.momjo.ca and on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever we are, it's at Finding Momjo. Finding Momjo, Finding M-O-M-J-O. M-O-M-J-O. Where M-O-M-J-O. were you when I needed you? <laughs> I am here now. Now, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And good luck. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. time long ago when dyed hair looked dyed. It was exactly the same on top, underneath, and often greys turned into a lovely bluish hue. We're not sure if any of this prompted our next guest to change the landscape forever, but change it she did. Anna Karzis, welcome to What She Said. Hi. Hi. Such a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what some of our listeners may not know is that you are an Aveda global master, (laughs) an international reputation. You're known everywhere as a pioneer. What does that mean, an Aveda global master, and how did it come to be? From the beginning, I think it, I was bestowed an honor years ago, about 25 years ago, to help them create a color line uh, for consumers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they 
honored us with a global master. I don't know if I am a master or global. <laughs> I, I, I sure know how to color hair. But uh, yeah, Veda, uh, about 25 years ago, it was quite a unique thing because nobody else was doing a hair color line that was based from plants and mm -hmm. real pigments and natural hair color. Other than henna, which was big. That's right. Henna, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And it used to burn my hands, yeah. actually, henna. Really? So when you think about it, there's a lot. there was a lot of people that were uh, allergic to hennas. I couldn't touch it mm -hmm. uh, back in the day in 1979, 1980. Wow. So were you five years old saying... I can't stand grandma's <laughs> blue hair. I'm going to do something about this one day. How did this happen that you got into this? You know what, Christine? It's a very funny story. <laughs> my mom and I were talking this morning and, you know, I said, I mean, no, I'm going on to my 38th year in hair color. Of course, I started when I was five. But uh, she said to me. No, I think you were four. <laughs> I'll take four. <laughs> but she said to me, you know, I always knew that you were going to become a hair colorist because every time she had bought me a doll, I would go into the bathroom and take back then, you know, the, the frosty nail polishes? Mm -hmm. And I would literally paint my doll's hair. And like, eh, so one doll after the other, and she goes, that's where it all started from. I had no idea about uh, I would become a hair, hair colorist. I wanted to become a doctor. Well, you're a doctor of hair. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so what, tell us, what, what, what do you remember? As far back as you can remember, what's your... Worst memory of what colored hair looked like then, because it's very much changed. Oh, my goodness. I think kids today have it so much easier. Back in the day, I remember our product was so debilitating. And I remember caps and pulling out hair, oh, yeah. a highlighted cap. You know, you look oh, like tight a... tight little, almost like a swim cap right? with a lovely rubber thing. And yes. then the crochet hooks pulling That's the hair right. out. That's right. Being there, done that. But as an assistant, nobody knew that as you were pulling out the rubber cap, half of the hair would come out with the rubber cap. And you had to kind of keep it on a low key and not have on the, the On client. the down low. <laughs> yeah. No, so... That was extremely scary for me. And I remember thinking to myself, about 15, 16 years old, there's got to be another way. But not only that, color was one, it was sort of black. Yes. Dark brown, light brown, blonde. Yes. I mean, there was peroxide no... Peroxide blonde. And, yes. and then there yeah. was peroxide blonde. And yeah. then there was, you know... Yeah. But there was very little in between. And it, it looked unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... If I go back 38 years, my job back then was always trying to create something that was, today I understand it as being customized, but back then I didn't know that. So I would play around with what products I had, uh, but it was easy it, back then. You know, you, you knew the color, you'd pick a seven and you'd put a seven on everybody. Right. But today... It's far more of an artistic approach. So what are you uh, trying to achieve with your clientele? How do you work with them? Uh, my clients are uh, – I have wonderful relationships with people. I, I don't think I could do people's hair just as a, per se a client. I have to know something about them and knowing – their their what their personality is or what they do for a living that relationship is built and then you built on trust and you see people in a holistic way and what i mean by that is you see the whole person so my clients have always been used to me 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking at them and going, okay, well, 10 years ago, we had this. Where are we today? And your hair, especially hair color, should follow along. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered, as an artist, you people walk in, and I'm sure you look at them and say, this is what I see for Kate or for Christine, let's say. Yes. Meanwhile, Christine sees something else, and Kate sees something else. Yes. How do you bridge that that gap? By listening to that individual, this is a major one problem that we have in our industry. People don't listen to your needs. Um, And we bridge it by making suggestions, showing them visuals. And I don't mean those color charts. I mean visuals. Let's say a, a person comes in and they've always wanted red hair. Well, my red and Kate's red or your red, Christine, are totally different. Which is funny that you say that because this is the problem I have. I talk about I want bronze, copper, fall leaf kind of highlights, mm-hmm. and I end up with blonde highlights. Mm-hmm. So somebody's color of copper is different than what I Absolutely. think is copper. Yeah. That's so why I, I always bring in a photograph and I say, Perfect. this, is that a good thing to do? I encourage people to bring in photographs. I, I've even had a client a couple of weeks ago that brought in her uh, a dog picture. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted her hair to match the dog. Perfect color, right? It was great. I thought, okay, I get it. But if there's not a visual communication, forget the verbal. You have to you have to have that, you know, when you're consulting with that individual, have them point out what kind of ready brown mm-hmm. fall color do you like? Even if it's a piece of wood, it's going to give the stylist an idea of what your likes are and then have them pick something that they don't want. Mm-hmm. And so there is where the bridging comes in. So after all your years, what are the most common color mistakes that people let themselves either make or let themselves be talked into? Because I remember a day when you went in and you didn't say a word. The colorist just told you what you were going to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and very often the cut, too. Yeah. I, I've never I've You've never, never worked been, that way. No. No. I really feel, again, going back to the relationship. We're dating ourselves here, but... I mean, I worked with a lot of hairdressers that didn't care about that individual and just if perms were in, you all had a perm. Um, but uh, going back to your – Christine see, I had a perm. I see the laughs. No, you, you can see I had it. a perm. It's, 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 it's commemorated for eternity. <laughs> see, this is why they call yeah. it permanent. It's, it's there forever. It's in Madonna's Truth or Dare movie. Yes. It's the very bad perm, right? Yes. I can never get rid of it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I know. Um, they either go too dark mm-hmm. or their teenage daughter wants them to have uh, balayage or nombre, which is a... A very trendy I, thing. I don't like that look. It always looks to me like the roots have, have grown, grown out. And grown that's the out. idea. My, Why are you coloring your hair? I always I say the same thing. But, I mean, that's, you know, younger people really love that. And I will I love doing it. But when you look at a woman and you look at their lifestyle, any color on their head should have dimension. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a redhead, a brunette. There, there should be dimension. You have to have movement. Mm-hmm. And that's a big mistake that is made today that we put this one color on everybody and from the root to the end and, you know, we look, all look alike. 
So let's let's get to the most important question. Um, how can people connect with you? And, and how long are you booked up for? <laughs> <laughs> I am always, always willing and able to see new people. Uh, I think that would be a complete suicide if you say, no, I don't take any new clients. Mm-hmm. Um, they can connect with me. I, I've uh, joined a, a wonderful new venture in a partnership with uh, Kearns & Co. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jason Kearns, who has uh, been a mentor of mine for as long as I can remember. Um, and the group of people I'm working with are just as committed in what they do on a day-to-day basis as I am. And uh, I love, love, love meeting new people and, and you know, keeping your pulse on what the average woman wants. Mm-hmm. So all they have to do is find Kearns & Co., yep. call the number, yep. and make an appointment with you. Come on in for a consultation. Consultations are free, and off we go. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining thank us you, today. Thank you, ladies. That's been, it's been fun. Thanks yeah. so much. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Meridian's three-year Escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. On the road again, going places that I've never been, seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. And we are joined in studio now by Candace Sampson, our What She Said travel expert. And this week, we are going to learn how to love Italy with Live Italy. That's a tour yes, company, Yes, right, liveitaly.com. And I was when I, we were planning our trip to Rome, I mm-hmm. was researching um, tour companies to, um, to work with. And I came across Live Italy, and the reason I liked them was because of their really unique way of working with people. They either do private tours or their group tours are maxed at six people. Oh, that's good. Which I really love. manageable. Right. Well, because you're not trying to listen over 20 other people and dealing with a bunch of other questions. You're, you're, it's a small group. So I really love that. And as it turns out, um, 
They're amazing, and I, I fell even more in love with them the more we did with them. And they're a small, family-run business, um, so they're very invested in in this business, and they want you to um, really love Italy as much as they do. And that comes across in the tours that they do. Yeah, it would seem to me that it's not just some trained person who's reading off a form letter. Right. They actually know and love what they're doing. Right, and so uh, we did uh, – one of the tours we did, it was um, actually just perfect timing. I ended up in Rome – um, the same day as my best friend, so and her family. Wow, it was just sort of we planned had, or no unplanned. Okay, like we just sort of planned our trips, and then as we were talking, said, "Wow, we're going to be in Rome the same day. We should do something." So we booked this. We don't have friends. Friendships <laughs> like that. Where we just end up in Paris or Rome on the same day as somebody we know. It was pretty amazing. It was anyway, a lot of fun. So we we did a Rome in a day private tour with Live Italy, and we started at the Vatican. And we had early entrance into the Vatican, Mm -hmm. which I think is the only way to go. And our guide for the day was this lady, Julia, who um, is not just any guide. She's an archaeologist, which I think is fascinating. Um, And she's so knowledgeable that we were just amazed by everything she was telling us. So when we went into the Vatican, we were able to spend about 30 minutes just sitting outside of the Sistine Chapel. And she went through on an iPad. She showed us all these things we should be looking for when we walked in Mm -hmm. and explained it all to us and really went took the time to go through. So when we walked into the Sistine Chapel, all of a sudden it all made sense to us, right? We weren't just walking in trying to decipher things, um, you know, on our own. We really knew what we were looking at and looking for, Um, especially the things, you know, like Michelangelo um, was a little wicked, Right. For the time. Yes. Quite Mm -hmm. wicked. And so things like, you know, you'll see men um, kissing in paradise. Well, how did that get by the Roman Catholic Church back then? Right. And it was really just he could explain everything. He would say, well, there are no there is no gender in heaven. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. two men kissing was considered you know, normal to him. And so it, this got by the Roman Catholic Church was, and so he really was amazing in everything that he did, not just his art, but obviously in how he could convince his people. Statements. Yes, yeah. his, his very muted political statements of the time. So yeah, it was really, it was really amazing. Um, and then we also, we did a lunch and we went through and wrote tour through Rome, but then we landed at the Colosseum, mm-hmm. which was, to me, much more fascinating than the Vatican, and I did not expect that at all. I thought the Colosseum was just going to be this sort of empty historic place. You know, you've with, seen all the with pictures. With a million cats. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't see a cat. That's so really funny. no. It, it's it, it's a it's a home for thousands didn't, of cats. So maybe, literally didn't see one. Maybe yeah. they've maybe they've done something maybe about the, that. Maybe in the heat of the day, though, they wouldn't. Maybe, maybe, and we were there definitely at the heat of the day, yeah. and so one of the things that you can do with Live Italy is um, you get to go into the very bottom of the Colosseum. And only three tours can actually go down there a day um, to the very bottom. So with a max of 25 people mm-hmm. can go. So that was really great to actually go down and get that uh, feeling of what it must have been like to live in that space uh, for the slaves that lived there, which was haunting and scary. And other, just other little things that you learned, like I've always pictured the Colosseum that it was a one-on-one show. It was a gladiator and a lion, or a gladiator and a gladiator. But it was actually 
there would be several things happening at once. There'd be two gladiators fighting, a gladiator and a lion. And, you know, there could be five, six, seven different fights happening on this floor. There were trap doors and things would come up unexpectedly. It's the ultimate reality show, really. <laughs> you know, the beginning the of the first reality. Yeah, show. the first. And even the way that we use arenas today is still based on the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So I really found the Coliseum amazing. I love that experience. Um, and the other one we did was a day trip out of Rome to uh, Orvieto, and I'm going to try this, Civetta di Bagnoregio. Bagnoregio? So I've heard, I was talking to somebody in um, Italy, and they said, if every letter in Italian is utilized. And so I'm trying to remember this. As <laughs> uh, one of the things we did was we went to the cathedral in Orvieto, um, and I'm a big lover of cathedrals. And this one was started in 1290 and not completed until 1591. Right? Contractors. Did I just say that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly it. They just kept adding and thinking, uh, okay, well, let's just add another one. Well, it's so ornate and there's so much detail, and you, you really can't help but be, uh, yeah, you're sort of inspired, you know, to looking at this. And so, um, and then the other place we went is Civita di Bagnoregio and has a population of 12 people. Which is crazy, and it's one of many um, towns in um, Italy that are now, you know, um, losing their population. So the and now becoming a tourist destination. So it was really a fascinating day outside. And all this is up on your on all life in Pleasantville, and you can find more at liveitaly.com. And starting next year, you can see more at livespain.com. They're expanding into Spain. Excellent. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, Candice. Thank you. She Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Well, Eric Alper is joining us now. Congratulations to all the parents out there. Because they now have free time because their kids are going back to yes. school. <laughs> it's the happiest time of the year. Well, that song, um, Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon, that was one of my favorites. I love that song. It's a great song. And it's, of course, about two boys, me and Julio, um, who have broken a law. And the song doesn't actually reveal what law they broke. But the mother actually catches them and sends them down to the police station. In 1998, Paul Simon, in order to promote his greatest hits album, filmed a video in a school in Hell's Kitchen, which was supposed to replicate the school where Simon and Art Garfunkel had met in Queens. And in the video, he's playing basketball with the actual students who go to that school. Um, So that was very cool of him to go back uh, and kind of, you know, do something a little bit different for that song. Think of the tender things that we were working on. That song had to do with school because it's with the theme song from The Breakfast Club, um, one of the great movies of all time, in my opinion. This song was turned down first by The Fix, by Brian Ferry, oh, and Billy Idol. I wow, can't until it, it. I went love this song. all the way down the list. 
and the writer contacting Simple Minds who didn't want to do the song, but it took lead singer Jim Kerr's wife, Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders, to say, are you dumb? This is a great song. I so, love Chrissy Hind. Right, exactly. <laughs> so the song was recorded, and they promptly forgot about it for almost a year until the producer did The Breakfast Club saying, remember that song that you did? Let's use it. And that is one of the great songs of the 1980s. I put aside my foolish games. I run and hide and call and names. School's out, bells will ring. Now's the time to teach me everything. Teach you, teach you, teach me love. I can't learn fast enough. Teach you, teach you, teach I love this song. And it was a song by a group called Rockpile, which was kind of a little bit of a super group in the UK um, in the uh, in 1980. And they did it backwards. This band went touring across the world and then went to record an album and then promptly broke up. Normally what happens is that, that the band, you know, basically goes in the studio and then they tour and then they break up afterward. But this wasn't the only teacher-student song that was in the chart at the time. The Police's Dan- Don't Stand So Close to Me was right behind behind them in the chart. So chalk two up for creepy teacher student relationships. Just kind of want to hear. Yeah, still, let's just such, keep going. Still, such a great song. <laughs> that of course, how cute Michael Jackson was. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That was, of course, the Jackson Five and ABCs. It was a number one hit for them and knocked off. Let it be. Off by the Beatles off of the chart. And I'm just realizing now that that ABC and then let it be. And it's like B, no, like the letter B. You know, still one of the great songs of the last 50 years and not bad for a group that had members barely out of their teens. Conjunction, junction, how's that function? I got three favorite cars that get most of my job done. Conjunction, junction, what's their function? I got and button or they'll get you pretty far. And that's an additive like this. Schoolhouse Rock. Okay, so <laughs> this uh, this is such one of the great stories of music. I love this because Schoolhouse Rock was created by this father who worked in an ad agency and was troubled by his son's bad grades in math. He couldn't remember formulas, but yet could remember all the hit song lyrics of the day. So he decided to work alongside his other ad men and ad women to create these fun songs about lessons. And it's so bizarre because while I know so many of the lyrics to the songs, I still have to look up on Google if the question mark goes inside the bracket or outside of the bracket or the period in quotes and out quotes. But for a while there, grammar was kind of okay based on Schoolhouse Rock. Grammar was cool. And grammar, and now we kind of know how a bill becomes a law, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Eric. We're going to chat with you next week. Absolutely. What she said. What she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. 
Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high-fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, this is really exciting. Market & Co. It's a new 40,000-square-foot food market opening at Upper Canada this September. Now, it's going to be the first food market of its kind to open in a shopping centre. It's going to feature artisanal merchants that highlight Ontario's local food scene, as well as three full-service restaurants, including Canada's first Medici Neapolitan Pizza Company. Um, so we have with us Brianne Stewart, who is the general manager at Upper Canada to tell us all about it. Now, when is this opening? We can't wait. We're so excited. September 7th. September 7th. Um, 40,000 square feet. How long did that take to put together? Depends. We've probably been working on this project and, and the, the interesting aspect, I think anyone who's yeah. paying attention to retail, um, was that it was an existing target space. So when we ah. had news that Target vacated the Canadian market, uh, that's really when this the kind of all the idea generation really started to begin regarding uh, and really surrounding Market & Co. So I would say just over three years Yeah, is a kind of a, the project as we've been um, working on its entirety, um, you know, from a concept to development to building to marketing to branding um, to where we will be um, for opening as of September 7th. Well, it's really fascinating the way uh, I think consumers have changed the marketplace in that that's something they want. They're doing similar things downtown. You mm -hmm. know, they want uh, fabulous uh, sort of farm-to-table food or local or they want some connection with the food. They don't want it shipped in on a plane. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, we look at our market, a new market situated in the fastest growing region mm -hmm, in the GTA. Mm -hmm. And we look at what's important to our community. And right. it's fresh, healthful options. Um, a lot of our community are, you know, they're commuters. We don't have a lot of time. So mm -hmm. we want to make sure that they're able to pick up um, any of their apparel or fashion accessories as well as their food items. Um, we really want to be a community, a gathering place um, where there's really something for everyone. And really just make sure that we're able to offer our, our, our guests um, everything and more. Well, it's almost like having the market square under a mall rooftop, if you will. Absolutely. Because you can get everything as you would in a small town. Absolutely. You just walk the market square and get your stockings and get your prescription and get your food and get 
everything. So tell us some of the people that are going to be there, some of the some of the stores, the vendors, I guess. Yeah. So um, Mark & Co. will be ho- home to 20 best-in-class merchants. Okay. So this includes Sweet Jesus. It includes Medici. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, uh, the Neapolitan Pizza Company. Mm-hmm. So that'll be the first location in Canada. So this gives this gives our guests an opportunity to watch, um, you know, their their pizza cook right in front of them, make a custom order. Again, really geared towards towards experience. Right. That's what a real focus of the market is. You know, fan favorite Starbucks. They'll mm-hmm. be joining our lineup. Uh, Amano and Union Chicken. Uh, that will be the third restaurant to round out the front, as well. When you as you kind of work your way into the market, uh, you know, we have an organic bread. Vegan offerings, uh, a soup uh, retailer with the soup, Ma's Best Soup Specialty. Seacourse, uh, we have Pier 87, um, which is with Seacourse Seafood, um, offering fresh seafood. So again, that, that experience that you can come and, and pick that fresh, but also have the options to, to pull a seat up to the oyster bar as well. Um, another important aspect to, to any market is your butcher. Mm-hmm. So that's seat to sausage meadery. So again, um, that option to sit up um, at the bar, grab some lunch, but then as well take home some beautiful cuts of, of fresh meat to your family for the weekend. Um, Amadeus Pastry, so familiar to um, anyone mm-hmm. in, the, in York region, but mm-hmm. so excited um, that they'll have a location here with us. Uh, New sure. market olive oil, I see. All, yes, all absolutely. So olive oil, that's definitely um, definitely has some healthful attributes and mm-hmm. um, is going to be a player in, in our market concept as well. So... Um, now, Vince's Market. What's Vince's yeah. Market? So what's important, I think, is when they were looking at the lineup of the market, uh, Vince's Market will be our produce. Okay. And um, it's local. So oh, what's that's great, great is, um, you know, uh, Vince's Market has uh, a number of locations uh, mm-hmm. within York Region, and the community trusts them. They have a fantastic product, and the community is excited to see um, something local integrated within that, within that lineup. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so the doors, as we said, they're going to open on September 7th at 8.30 a.m. And the day includes a whole lot of wonderful things, including uh, free cooking classes. Absolutely. So um, a very important aspect um, of the food market is a demo kitchen. So in the center of the space is a space where we're going to be offering, um, from this point on, uh, cooking classes, um, demonstrations, um, partnering with um, community. Um, so a great part of the grand opening festivities mm-hmm. is, a, is an opportunity for our community to try those programs and classes. So um, we have our um, in-house chef, Julian Panzer, and he'll be in um, and just guiding and just letting letting our community experience the kitchen. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the... At, well, it's, it's, in front of me, it says a swoon-worthy charcuterie and cheese board. Absolutely, how to make one? Mm-hmm. As that's one of my favorite things to eat, I am totally open to making it swoon-worthy. <laughs> mm, that's great, and and, then, and and I think they're children. Yeah, stuff for kids too. Absolutely. So what's going to happen is we will open to the community at 8.30 with our official bread cutting ceremony to open the doors. Um, that's going to be followed by live entertainment, free cooking classes, um, food stations, and of course, giveaways. So some of the, like we said, activations include, uh, you know, breakfast making with uh, for the kids. Mm-hmm. And also, um, as you mentioned, the charcuterie board making uh, with one of our tenants, you to sausage meadery. Mm-hmm. I think this thing with classes for kids is good. Because I think they need to learn to make their own lunch. Maybe you bring them, they shop for it, make it, and make it for you. Yes, they could yeah. learn everything yeah. all there. So, so what, what excites you most about seeing this so close to fruition? I think it's because um, this is an Oxford curated market. So mm-hmm. our organization was able to really create it. 
So, um, and that comes from, you know, a number of departments from our leasing team um, to kind of making out and rounding out that mix um, to building the space to just kind of identifying, you know, what will work um, and what will work for our customers' needs. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's so exciting to make to make something that is so unique and something that I think um, a number of departments have the ability um, just to really to really put their touch on and really, really really understand what our guests and our community are looking for and finally being able to provide that for them. Do you think that they're going to expand this to other properties? Um, Oxford Properties, the next uh, property that will be opening, Square One, will be opening um, another uh, f- uh, f- food district um, but probably, next spring. probably a little more geared to their clientele. Yeah, there, there will definitely, there. yeah, absolutely. It, there'll, there'll definitely be differences. Be, there'll definitely what be some differences. What a great concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's important that, too, um, the shopping centers, um, you know, that we like to shop at, they, they have to be geared towards our community and what's important to our community and to the market in which they reside, right? That's that's how they will impact and that's how, how they will matter to um, the market they, they're in. Now, how did you uh, curate? How did you choose, you know, which local person you were going to have in there? That must have been tough. Yeah, and to be honest, um, we had, um, you know, a very skilled leasing team. Um, and what it was, it's touring. It's getting out there. Oh, gee, you had to go and do taste yeah, testing? Yeah, I, I have to say that I, yeah, so, and it was, um, you know what, in our That's leasing. That's a really tough In <laughs> our leasing team, I think um, it was really important that they were touring um, the U.S., Europe everywhere to understand, you know, what are the food trends? And I think that's something that's very, um, that's very important when you're creating or curating something. We have to understand what are the trends, mm-hmm. um, what, what's going to drive the marketplace, and what are people looking for? And I think, too, we always want to make sure that we have a variety um, so everyone is a success um, within that project. So I think it was definitely a lot of careful consideration. It was definitely a lot of taste testing um, to really understand that and to really truly understand what some of these op- how these operators operated their business. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, like, it's, how can I put this? You're supporting the local community, the local community is supporting you, and everybody seems to, to benefit. I mean, the local farmers, the olive oil makers, the, the bakers, everyone. Is, it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of model um, to have for all of us. Absolutely. And then I think that's why, too, why it's so exciting, right? Yeah. So it's something that's definitely a departure from your everyday uh, retail landscape. So what will the hours be? So they will be Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And also just to note, you know, Starbucks will op- operate um, on their regular, yeah, earlier reg- opening hours. Okay. And, and our restaurants will, will definitely stay open um, for a later hour. Okay. And your website is shopmarketandco.com. Yes, and absolutely. that's the same. It's Shop Market Co. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. There must be groups going so people can find out what shops are there and what absolutely. restaurants are there. Everything through through the website. And uh, yeah, this I, is. I sure hope you've added a lot of parking spots because I think this is going to be a winner. I well, really do. We, we look forward. To, we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, um, absolutely, and enjoying um, all that we have to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think this is great. I'm just going through. So you Bake Three Fifty, First Batch, Floral Essence, Humble Roots Organic, Ma's Best Quality Soups, New Market Olive Oil, Our Farm Organic Bakery, Pier Eighty Seven Fish Market and Grill. Ray Woody's Craft Chippery, Seed to Sausage Meadery, Sweet Jesus, the Wine Shop and Tasting Room, and Village Juicery. And that's just the retail locations, not even the restaurants. That's That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. September 7th at 8.30 a.m. You got it. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you.
What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. to is Nowhere, the debut single by 16-year-old recording artist and actor Kyle Maher. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much. It's very nice to be here. Now, you're best known for your recurring role on the Netflix series Anne with an E, and this single follows your personal experience as a teenager, being criticized by your peers for your dreams of success as a singer and actor. So tell us about that. Uh, well, so I wrote Nowhere in the headspace of like just trying to like because I hear a lot of people that just like try to bring you down because, you know, out of jealousy or some something mm-hmm. else otherwise. But what I really wanted to do was just transform that negative energy into something more positive because um, like that's what really what I want to be able to do just to take all that and motivate me to go further and prove them wrong. So what do you find that that people say when you when you when they're criticizing you? <laughs> Oh, it was it was actually funny because I literally had somebody call like say, hey, like I think like, you know, this acting career is like, don't go for it. It's unrealistic. It's going nowhere. And so mm-hmm. I like was just like thinking about that and just chit chatting with somebody. And they were like, 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 does that actually happen? Do people actually say like that type of stuff? And I was like, yeah, yeah. They tell me I'm going nowhere. And that's when that idea sparked. Are these friends or is this just the sort of the the <sighs> recurring theme of judgment and and negativity that seems to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. We Did we have that when we were growing up? I'm not sure because we didn't have social media to the same degree. So mm-hmm. we probably said it behind our back. <laughs> uh, no, my friends are super supportive. It's just, you know, the people that you see passing by or like that you'd like, you know, just see occasionally or like on social media sometimes. And, you know, you're just like, you don't need it. But the, usually my friends are pretty supportive about it. So what's... Your bigger passion, if I can put it that way. Is it singing or acting? Oh, you can't make me choose. Uh, Yes, I can. (laughs) I've been acting for uh, way longer, and I'm just starting to go into music. It's been, I've been doing music my whole life, Mm -hmm. um, but like just starting to become, uh, do it more professionally. 
I um, do enjoy acting a lot. Mm -hmm. I've, it's probably um, like music's probably, oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's okay. difficult. All right, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you shared the stage with Austin Mahone at iHeart's Just Show Up show in San mm -hmm. Antonio. How was that? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, I was just, I feel so blessed to be able to, you know, share the stage with some amazing artists such as Austin Mahone, Bryce Vine, Ocean Park Standoff. Uh, and just being able to go up there with such an amazing crowd and visit San Antonio is just a blessing in itself. So what's next for you? Um, well, what I'm planning is there's definitely going to be some shows uh, coming up soon that we don't have many details on, but we'll get back to you on that. And of course, um, I'm going to be releasing an EP next year, next spring, and we're just writing songs for that. We're already halfway done, so... You'll hear more about that soon. Are you writing all your own music? Uh, yes, I write all my own music. Of course, like you know, I have some help with that, and you know, mm -hmm. just some people to bounce some ideas off of. But it's important to do that. Yeah, because yeah. you know, can't just keep it in your own head, right? Right. So, um, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at uh, kylemaher.com, uh, or you can just find me on social media at the Kyle Maher, um, and just you know, stuff like that. Okay. If you were going to do a tour, where would they go to find the information? Just keep track of you? On... Uh, just keep track of me on social media. I usually post everything on there because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just to keep people updated, it's quick. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, at the Kamaher is the place Okay, to be. and it's M-E-A-G-H-E-R. And we had to redo this a couple of times <laughs> yeah. because we pronounced it's, it incorrectly. It, it <laughs> looks like meager, oh, but yeah. it's maher. Oh, yeah. It's common confusion. It happens all the time. You have no idea. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. That is it for What She Said this weekend. But we'll be back next Saturday and Sunday at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. Singing us out now in our live studio sessions. Here is Kyle Maher performing Nowhere. <laughs> We could go nowhere We got a lot of fake friends thinking that they know us Saying that we'll never work out They don't see what we have to say we're going nowhere I'm talking about your family, nobody really likes me Say I'm gonna break your heart You know I won't, but they really don't care They say we're going nowhere Oh, there's nowhere I wouldn't go Baby, if you're there, I'm there We can hop in a cab right now We can go nowhere And baby, there's somewhere we belong Don't know how to get there or how long and find out we could go nowhere there's no way no place i wouldn't go without you babe you say it's a long way it's okay cause i know we're gonna get there someday there's no way no place i wouldn't go without you babe you say it's a long way it's okay Cause I know we're gonna get there someday Oh, there's no way I wouldn't go Baby, if you're there, then I'm there We can hop in a cab right now We can go nowhere Baby, there's somewhere we belong Don't know how to get there, but how long We can leave this town and find out We can go nowhere 
It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Allie Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.